So there's another book that, that I did not put in there that's greatly impacted my life. Welcome to Living a Life Through Books. Thank you for joining us. I'm your host, Dr. Shanaz Ahmad. We are on part nine of the series of Closet Conversations. I'm chatting with a very good friend of mine, Erin Beaver. Erin is a genetic counselor, mother, a lifelong book lover who enjoys salsa dancing, listening to podcasts, and painting. While she's not an author in the traditional sense, she has co-authored a small number of scientific journal articles and content edited one high school curriculum in birth defects. Ah, a professional woman with a love of books. My kind of woman. Okay, let's get on with it. Okay, I have another question. And this one is hard, but it's fun. Okay, so the quote is from Ralph Waldo Emerson, and it's, if we encounter a man, or in this case a woman, of rare intellect, we should ask her what books that she reads. So my question to you is, if you had to give somebody the essence of yourself using a list of books that you have read, five or so, what would be your list? And if you need some time to think, like, I, I can give you... No, I mean, I'm trying to I, I'm trying to sort the question itself out. I don't even understand the question. See, that's why you shouldn't even ask... Okay, well, I can give you an example. You shouldn't even ask me this because I'm not smart enough to answer <laughs> this question. You <laughs> are like, smart enough. I, like, like, you are smart enough. Okay, okay. so would it help if I answered it and then you can decide how, how you would answer it? Because I really want to know this for you. For you. Okay, so let me, let me yes. I would want you to answer it, but let me rephrase this question. Mm-hmm. So there's saying that we are essentially, if you ask a really, really smart person who reads a lot, you're trying to, I guess, distill their essence, mm-hmm. boil it down mm-hmm. to their top books of where they're coming from. Something yeah, like that? Yeah, and I wouldn't even say for, like, my list that they would all necessarily be my top books, my f- most favorite books of all time, but they would probably give you an essence of who I am as a person. Okay, why don't you tell me your books? Okay. And- okay, so first of all, the Harry Potter books. Just, if you could put that into one book. Okay. Harry Potter, Hunger Games, Divergent, The Immortal Life of Henrietta Lacks, and Adishi's A Feminist Manifesto and 15 Suggestions. Okay. That's probably me, like in a nutshell. Okay. <laughs> okay. Me, in a nutshell, would start with The Help, Small Great Things, Americana, Americana is big for me. I, when I read that book, all I could think about was how much I want to write about me because this is talking about a version of me. So Americana for sure, Adichie again. Mm-hmm. I enjoy fantasy, but I feel if you really... The essence of me is unfortunately more serious. I don't know why. I'm just more introspective. The essence of me would also be a little life. Mm. 
And um, last but not the least, I'm actually going to pick a classic here. East of Eden. That's one I haven't read yet. Yeah, I think... I don't even know if I answered the question right. <laughs> I know there's no right or wrong answer. I feel like... I feel like I need to say... I feel like I need... I feel obligated to say Harry Potter. Or I feel obligated to say the Clockwork series by Cassandra Clare. And I love the fantasy genre. I love it. But when I think about a book that represents me... If it's stories and stuff like that, I would, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, books I that have deeply moved me, books I identify with, and I just, just, the struggles in them, everything. Yeah. So there's another book that, that I did not put in there that's greatly impacted my life, which was Atlas Shrugged. So it's a classic. I think that um, the main character in that book... Was her name Taggarty? I think was her name. It's been a long time since I read it. She is a little bit. I don't want to say she awoken awakened my feminism because she she didn't. I was probably a feminist from a young age based on some writings that my mom has saved. But um, she made me re realize my feminism that. Um, I believed in the equality of men and women. I don't agree with all of Anne Rand's politics in that book, but her character did awaken me and made me decide that I was worth a lot and that I needed to make some changes in my life. Okay. Atlas Shrugged. Mm-hmm. Good book. Very long. Don't again. Don't agree. I don't agree with all the politics in it, but she for me was a relatable character. You know what's interesting? We're talking here, and and I've known you for a while. I find that I'll mention a book and you haven't read it, or you'll mention a book and I haven't read it. Are the books we've read are divergent? I don't mean we've read the book divergent, but I <laughs> I mean our styles are sort of divergent, but they're also convergent in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Do, yeah, do you feel that way? I do way? feel that way, yeah. We have a lot of things in common and a lot of books that are different. From yeah, I and I it just feel like, oh, I need to read the books you're reading. I don't know if you feel like you need to read the books I'm reading, but... Yeah, I do feel that way. I mean, I've definitely added a lot of the books that you mentioned to my list. Right, yeah. You know, self-help, you were the first person that's ever gotten me to read self-help genre. Mm-hmm. So that that was that's a hard genre for me, but I have read a couple of them now that, that you've suggested. So. Right. Have you read Grit yet? Not yet. It's on my list. Okay. I will. I haven't bought it or tried to get it at the library yet, but I definitely intend to, for sure. Okay. Okay. Well, I have two more questions that I that I would like to ask. Um, one is a short one, um, and this is uh, from Maureen Corrigan. Her quote is, it's not that I don't like people, it's just that when I'm in the company of others, even my nearest and dearest, there always comes a moment when I'd rather be reading a book. So my question is, is there really an event that it's inappropriate to bring a book to? Like a family gathering, or is there a place you would not have a book on your person, in your purse? I don't know. I always... 
always, always have a book on me. Because thank you, iPhone. <laughs> thank you, Kindle app. Thank you, Libby, although I don't read on Libby. So if I'm in a gathering and I just need some free time, I'm just chilling for a bit, I could be looking at my phone. What difference does it make? You think I'm on Facebook, but I'm reading. It's all good. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I have, a, I have the Kindle app on my phone, and actually I read books between patients. Nice. And uh, as far as weddings and things like that, at some point you're together, and if you're sitting... I don't know, in a round table and everyone's left and they've gone somewhere else and you're just sitting and if you have five, ten minutes just by yourself, why not? However, if we're all together and we're all having a conversation and you pulled out your book and started reading, that I would find a little inappropriate. So when we're playing games, mm -hmm. if we picked out, if you pulled out a book and started reading... Uh, that's a little, you know, yeah. oh my gosh. But you know, when, um, when we're playing games, when me and uh, Ainul and, you know, whoever, when we go to pray and there's a pause, if you pulled out a book and you started reading while you're waiting for us to finish our prayer, there's nothing wrong with that. Mm -hmm. You always, always, always have to have a book on you. They save you. Their saviors are so great. I agree. I agree. <laughs> Did I answer the question? I, I'm like, yeah. It's called the iPhone and the Kindle app. <laughs> have you? Do you have a Kindle? I, I don't. I have an iPad um, that I have tried to read on. Okay. Yes. You should um, try a Kindle for real. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm not opposed to it. I think I'll eventually give it another try, but, yeah. The, the new Kindles are, they have the backlight, so it's nicer. I have an old Kindle, so I read with the old Kindle when I'm out, like in the sun, mm -hmm. because this one doesn't have backlight, and it's perfect. It's like a book. Yeah. It's actually darker than a book sometimes, because yeah. it doesn't reflect that much light out and um unfortunately my my parents got it for me for my birthday okay and that's not the unfortunate part the unfortunate part is my birthday's in june and in september kindle released that paper white three months later thank you kindle <laughs> so there you have it and that's it for now Please subscribe to my podcast so you are notified when we air our next episode of Closet Conversations. If you have found this episode enjoyable, please take a moment to write me a review. It is through your reviews that my podcast can be more searchable and can rank higher. Like and follow me on Facebook and Instagram on Living a Life Through Books. This episode and all my previous episodes are being uploaded to my website at shanazahmed.com. That is S-H-A-H-N-A-Z-A-H-M-E-D.com. 
Please share this podcast with your family and friends. Together, let's start a reading revolution. My website and logo was designed by Alia Rahman. She's a St. Louis-based graphic designer and surreal artist. You can contact her at aliarahman.com. That is A-A-L-I-A-R-A-H-M-A-N.com. My starting and ending music was composed by my husband, Brad Slavik. I'm Dr. Shanaz Ahmed with Living a Life Through Books, signing off. Remember to water the seeds within you. It's time. Thank you.